Baruch Hashem, today is day number 112 of our daily study of Rabbam Sefer Mitzvahs, and in our daily study of three chapters a day of Mishnah Torah, we're still in Hilchus Nedarim, Laws of Vows, chapters 10, 11, and 12, and our mitzvah today is related to vows, or the nullification of vows, as it were. A very interesting mitzvah, just one mitzvah today, Positive Commandment 95, which is the nullification of of vows. This is the procedure that is biblically mandated to follow when we need to release someone from their vow. Remember, as we explained the day before yesterday, it's a positive commandment to do anything you say. And as we explained yesterday, it's a negative prohibition not to do what you say. Is there any way out? Yes, there is, but it's an official procedure. And there is a way of doing this. There is something called hafaris nedarim, which is a very specific application dealing with a woman and her husband or father. And then there's something called hataris nedarim, which is applicable to basically anyone. They can seek out a chacham, a wise person, a sage, and this chacham has an ability to annul the vow. Uh, there's a procedure that has to be followed. They find what is called a Pesach, an opening. They find how the person has regret. If I would have known then when I made the vow, what I now understand from the chacham today, I never would have made that vow. That's a simplification of the process, but it's basically what is done. Uh, and without that, the person must keep whatever word they had stated. Um, I want to share with you an interesting insight into Hattaris Nedarim that is written in a letter of the Lubavitcher Rebbe during the Aseres Mechova, the, uh, the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur from Tavshin Gimel, that's uh, 5703 would have been the last few months of 1942. And the Rebbe is in America already, and he's writing to the yeshiva students in Montreal and explains to them the idea of teshuva, which is the theme of the 10 days of, of teshuva, of penitence between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And um, the Rebbe talks about the connection to a Rebbe as being an instrumental part of the teshuva process, and brings out the point like this. A man betroths a woman on condition, meaning the betrothal only takes effect if this condition is met, that she does not have a physical illness. Now, in reality, at the time of the betrothal, she did have a physical illness, but then she went and she sought medical treatment, which cured her, and she became healed. The betrothal does not take effect. Why? Because at the time he made that condition, she did have, have the illness, even though later on it was healed. However, in contrast, a fascinating law, if he betrothed her on condition that she does not have any binding vows on her, but she did at the time of betrothal, but then she went to the chacham and had it annulled and removed, then she is betrothed. Because the power of the Chacham to annul the vow is retroactive. The power of the healer 
is that the person is well from here on out. But the power of the chokhm is even greater and deeper, that the vow is removed as if it had never existed. So the Rebbe says that when one is doing the teshuva process and becoming whole again, that through a connection to a chokhm, to a Torah scholar, one can actually not only be healed from here on out, but even retroactively. Okay, we will see you again for more vow-related mitzvahs tomorrow, God willing.